Welcome to episode 260 of In Touch with iOS, the show that talks about iPhone, iPad, and Apple Watch, and Apple TV and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsberg, and uh, we got Ben Rathick here today. How are you doing, Ben? I'm doing good, Dave. Always happy to be here on a Thursday. Yeah, happy to have you here. It's going to be a light show this week. Uh, only Ben and I will be uh, on the show. Jeff uh, just finished his moving, so he's, uh, mm-hmm. he's recovering from that, so good to... Mm-hmm. Good to hear that, and we'll, he'll be back next week, of course. But uh, hey, we got the fair amount of news to talk about. It's kind of, kind of a bit of a quiet week, you know. Everybody's talking about Vision Pro, and um, I found some stories here, and we'll mm-hmm. we'll get through it. And some some important beta and some important updates as well. So, um, so let's uh, just jump right into the news for this week. Uh, first story: uh, the Chrome browser on iOS is getting improved translation, Google Lens, and Map features. Uh, Google did uh, this week uh, outline several new features available for the coming to the Chrome app on iPhone and iPad, mm-hmm. including deeper integration with Ma- Google Maps, Google Calendar, and Google Lens. What a surprise. Uh, and uh, Google Chrome iOS now uh, now uses AI to detect addresses in, on web pages and shows location directly on the mini version of the Google Maps app in Chrome. So there's no need to sw- swap apps to see uh map related information. So this is a uh, good to see. I think uh, Google's finally ad- ad- adopting some more things onto iOS and mm-hmm. and people still use it. I don't use the Google Chrome app too often, do you? Ben? Only when it has a feature that apparently only works with Chrome. Mm-hmm. But for those who are Mac users and iPhone users and basically those within the Chrome ecosystem or the Google ecosystem. Uh, this, this is definitely a nice little update. Yeah. Yeah, it is nice. So, Hey, it doesn't hurt to download it and install it. I've got Google Chrome. I use uh, Microsoft edge. I use that for work a little bit as well as, mm-hmm. you know, so having an alternate browser doesn't hurt. You know, but we, I know we all pretty much live in Safari for the most part when we browse, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's good that Apple does open it up. So, uh, others can, uh, other browsers can be used. So, um, speaking of Apple again, here Apple Podcasts app was updated with some enhanced search functionality. Uh, this uh, week, uh, Apple announced that it enhanced the search functionality uh, uh, across the iPhone, the iPad, the Mac, and the Apple TV by adding nine additional subcategories in the search tab. This makes it easier to discover new shows across various genres and topics. The new, the new subcategories are mental health, relationships, self-improvement, uh, personal journals, entrepreneurship, documentary, parenting, books, and language learning. They are available now, and there's no um, there's no need for any software update. So each subcategory is going to have its own charts, which will display the top shows and top episodes available for each of that uh, each of those categories. So it's good to that, see that they're looking mm-hmm. into mixing in some of the stuff. I'm not a huge fan of Apple Podcasts. I mean, I use it once in a while, but Pocket Cast is more of my podcast catcher of choice. So what do you think? What do you What do you think, Ben? I am one of those who uses the Apple Podcast okay, Podcast good. app. It with the app, it's gotten to the point where there are so many podcasts, yeah. where it's a lot of information overload. So anything Apple can do to narrow it down. So those searching for a specific type of podcast uh, can find what they want. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the goal of it. You want to be, we want to be found. Everybody else wants to be found. So, uh, yeah. and 
I, I, Apple Podcasts is actually probably, I should should say, it's the number one podcatcher used for this show. So uh, I think that's pretty common. That's not surprising, being this is an Apple-centric podcast. So, um, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, just uh, check out those in the categories. You might find some interesting things that you'd like to listen to. Um, the uh, next story is uh, the Apple self-service uh, repair service. They they have now expanded that. We made we've talked about this many times. Uh, that uh, they they're now finally allowing you to self repair some of your devices. Not that I don't know why you would want to do that in some cases, um, but Apple did expand self service repairs for the iPhone 14, the M2 Max, and system configurations and the and more changes. Uh, th- this was a major expansion. Uh, it's, uh, this week, as we record, the self service repair program will be available for those line items I just said, including the MacBook Air M2 13 inch MacBook Air and the MacBook Pro M2 Pro and M2 Max. It's also making cha- updates to the system configuration process, which is a key aspect to the iPhone repairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they announced this in the in their on the, in their news post in the newsroom um, this week that system configuration post process repair tool for iPhone repairs is things like batteries, cameras, and displays. And you'll be able to run this uh, like a repair uh, after repair to do authentication that there are genuinely Apple parts, updated firmware, and calibration. So this is great to, to see that they're adding all these to the lineup. Uh, still doing iPhone 12, iPhone 13, and it's expansion in the U.S., Belgium, France, Germany, Italy, Poland, Spain, Sweden, and the U.K., uh, and then Apple does tout that they have nearly doubled the number of service locations with app access to genuine Apple parts, tools, and training over the last three years. That's good to see. Yeah, I got a bunch of numbers here, but uh, I, I'm not one to want to dabble in this. I mean, I just really don't want to do a repair of any any device really at these this point. I used to, I used to tear apart laptops in my day, and you know, even replacing mm-hmm. keyboards on Dell laptops is is, a, is such a pain that I'd I'd, I'd rather at work we pay for pay for them to fix it let them do it <laughs> yeah yeah i'm i'm fully certified to fix these type oh, of computers oh, right. you were you were with the geek squad years ago yes that said uh the older i get the less i want to do it myself exactly <laughs> and to be quite honest it's not a whole lot you're not saving a whole lot of money not really. Uh, we we compared that before on previous shows when this first was introduced. That it was very minimal, if if not more, in some cases. Yeah. So so um, if you're yeah so if you're not right next to an Apple store, you can usually call up Apple, get a box, and have it shipped back to you fully repaired within a couple of days. Exactly, it's, and I've done that plenty of times. Yeah, it's just not worth it. Nah, it, it really isn't. So, but. Hey, if you want to do it, it's there. <laughs> Have at it. Uh, and uh, next story, uh, Apple App Store rolling out new ad format visible. That's t- that was this week. Uh, to, uh, it's, it's on the Today tab without scrolling. Uh, they announced that they're officially rolling out this new ad format on the App Store. Uh, the new Today tab format is more compact than the previous full height card design. Uh, and it's viewable immediately upon opening the tab on the iPhone. Previous design required you to scroll the page to get to it. Um, a non-sponsored so- slot continues to take its first position, but and then the ad placement is always now above the fold. So that, again, again, Apple's looking and experimenting through different advertising methods and 
there's no no surprise here that they did this and they they debuted, they debuted this uh format last year and then now they just made some changes to it right yeah i mean i'm no big fan of seeing ads in my yeah. app store but yeah. at least but they're smaller ads they're ads more so with advertising apps than it's like mm-hmm. a, you know i'm gonna go buy a, a coke <laughs> <laughs> so but not it, it it's good to see it's not as intrusive um yeah. This story was interesting. I found uh, Apple's music hidden social network is, is basic, but great for discovery. Apple music isn't known for being a social network. And they did try it 10 years ago. If I remember that thing called iTunes ping, Uh, but despite not having that, having a clever name, Apple music has some wonderful social features that they've grown to enjoy. Maybe then we just take it for granted. How do you take advantage of that? Uh, well, you, you, you follow, follow somebody on Apple music. And uh, you, you go from there about what different music there is. Whereas Ping tried to do too much. Um, mm-hmm. Apple even removed the Apple Music Connect feature uh, to even simplify it. Uh, it so, so yeah, I'm I'm following a bunch of friends. I think I follow you on on, on Apple Music, Ben. And, and I don't know if you I think you follow me as well. But it, it's it's interesting to see people's different tastes in music. And our friend yeah. Chuck Joyner, you you and Chuck are both the big metal heads, so you got some good, oh yeah good good music choice choices there. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think there's a Kelly alternative playlist somewhere in there. There is. There is. Yep. <laughs> I poking through there. So why not? You got friends out there that uh check them out. And and most people are public with their playlists. They just you just friend them. They're not necessarily may not friend you. Like in the article here, they're showing uh, Federico Vitucci, Jason Snell, Eddie Q. Eddie Q. I don't know about that really is him or not, but yeah, uh, I, I don't. I don't think Eddie Q is following any of us. <laughs> no, or or, or if he, I don't even even or maybe he is doing it just to show a thing. Uh, mm-hmm. so interesting to see, uh, and, and you can make your list private if you so wish, and then only invite people that you want to share it with. So it's a good way to, uh, good way for discovery of, with friends and, and, and keep it private if you want to, uh, good stuff. Uh, this story was kind of funny and I thought I'd share it this week. Uh, <laughs> this was, uh, a fiberglass cattle rustler foiled by a strategically placed air tag. Uh, this was a Texas restaurant. It recovered its beloved six foot tall, 150 pound fiberglass bull statue. Thanks to a well-placed Apple air tag. The statue called Manolo sat outside San Antonio's taco Don Manolito. Uh, the bull has been there since January this year. And, uh, the chain, it was chained to a bench that was cemented <laughs> to the ground. The owner assumed that no one would be bold enough to try to steal such a large object, but apparently someone did. But the thieves didn't anticipate that the that they had placed an air tag inside inside Menelo, uh, just in case. And then he checked the air tag, and sure enough, finally learned that it was uh, relocated in a in a south town near twenty miles from the restaurant. And they said they were. They were saying they bought it from someone. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, I, I like to hear these stories of, of um, uh, AirTag uh, and uh, doing those things uh, to catch people from being stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather hear these stories of the way AirTags are intended to be used uh, than the, the stories of AirTags being used by someone stupid. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of stupid people out there. <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, this is this is how I use my air tags. But I mean, we do have the uh, 
usual the usual disclaimer. If you have them, please don't stalk people. Yes, that that's the big thing. Please don't. Um, and then the last story you have this week, uh, Air te- AirPlay is coming to hotels, hotel TVs, which of course we talked about during the WWDC coverage. They have a, Apple indeed has a has a partnership with LG. So LG and Apple have partnered up here. And, and like this, like I said, they were, we knew this was coming and this is great to see. They've already jumped on in, in this. And so LG is going to bring the feature to its hotel lineup in 2023 this year. Um, and of course we know AirPlay is a convenient feature that lets users cast content from their iPhone, their iPad or Mac to another product like a TV. And this system is being implemented in upcoming hotel TVs and LG is at the forefront. And they did a send out a press release on this, that they would be bringing it and, uh, they would be among the leaders in in-room hotel TVs, which I tend to see more LG TVs in hotels than yeah than I, I seem to remember. So, but this is really like a big and ma- major advancement for in-room and in-room entertainment, um, and it underscores what people want. They don't want to have to pay uh, twenty bucks for a movie through through the hotel's horrible pay-per-view, <laughs> <laughs> um, and be able to stream whatever they want from that. And uh, hotels know that they all know that it's it's a it's a yeah. big change. So. Yeah, I had been kind of wondering how this would be handled. And that was pretty well explained here. Like you said, LG is the leader or one of the leaders, if not the leader in commercial televisions. Yep, absolutely. So we'll see what happens. And if you next time you travel, you might be able to use this um, soon. So it's coming. Um. Let's go to topics this week. Uh, first off, before we talk about beta, I wanted to talk about uh, iOS 16.5.1. That was released uh, yesterday as we record this, uh, and it has some huge security fr- uh, fixes. Notably, which we talked about and we're perplexed <clears throat> of why it happened, was that dastardly uh, camera adapter that you plugged in and didn't work when 16.5 came out. Uh, so, But there is some big kernel vulnerabilities that, are, that, that can run uh, arbitrary code and uh be bad and uh there's also a webkit vulnerability that could allow malicious crafted web content to execute code so you need to run updates it's it's on all the devices it's uh ios 16 ipad os 16.5 mac os ventura and watch os 9 even older devices i mean apple patched everything and you go back to 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 ios 15.7.7 ipad os 17 15.7.7 even watch OS 8, 8.8.1. Then you got uh, both Monterey and Big Sur that were, were also updated. So uh, good to see Apple's being responsible for this uh, when it comes yeah. to that. Yeah. If you're watching live, start updating your device now. Yes. Please do it. Yeah, yes. If you're watching uh, it later, you can pause us. This is more important. Yeah. Yes. Please do it because, uh, and like I said, it actually says in the, in the update notes right off the bat, Apple just noted it right away, which I was actually impressed because they admitted that 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 adapter was really indeed screwed up and not being able to work Mm -hmm. is that camera adapter lightning, the USB, uh, that, that fixed this as well. So yeah, update all your devices. I already did. I did every single one of them. I know you did too, Ben. Um, and, uh, and, uh, make sure you're taking care of that. So, um, and then, there's still beta for 16, 16.6.3 was released. That's the third public beta, uh, for that. And of course, which that I'm assuming this, that already fixed it when you're in, uh, in here, uh, it's a minor update and, uh, 
and it seems it's laying the groundwork to launch that iMessage contact key verification feature. Um, and so I just, I guess they're just, they're going to slow this down you know, as, as iOS 17 is, uh, is progressing, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, so I don't know. It's always strange to see uh, them still beta testing a now old version because you want to put the focus on the the, the next version. I mean, but you have to finish the version that's currently out before. Yeah. So you, I guess yeah, to keep it the next one. Yeah. To keep it, uh, to keep it current. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be, uh, definitely interesting, uh, to see where that goes. So, uh, and, uh, other thing that was super exciting actually was vision OS beta was released for the very first time. And what that means is no, you don't have a device to try it on, but you do have a developer. If you're a developer, if you have a developer account, you actually can go and download the SDK software development kit that will allow you to have, this allows third-party developers to start building apps for the Vision Pro headset. Mm -hmm. Um, And it can be accessed through Xcode 15 beta 2. And uh, the developers aren't going to have the access to it, like I said, to a live headset, but it's just going to give you some simulations of what to expect. Already, some of the websites like MacRumors and others have already put out videos that this was just announced uh, yesterday as we we're recording this so that would waste any time getting installed and getting out <laughs> videos to show people but it looks really cool i might i don't know if you are you gonna do you think you'll dabble in this try to try to try it out probably not yeah. but i'll definitely be watching the uh larger media sites on this oh absolutely. especially especially since i believe apple has said the the uh sdk or the developer kit announcements coming up soon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. So, um, so I think, I think it's, uh, it's really cool. We got some links in here to, to, that talks about it and, uh, it's, uh, it, they have some good details being able to show you, um, what's, what's, what, what this and, uh, yeah, check out the videos when not mm-hmm. something we have done here, but I want to make sure everybody's checking it out. So, get kind of excited about it but i don't know if anybody's going to get too terribly excited since it is thirty five hundred dollars uh, <laughs> to, to purchase unless you're saving your pennies for that <laughs> yeah i'd be excited that i could afford that yeah then there's that um and then we move on to ios 17 ipad os 17 uh that that was released out to developers beta 2 um so the, it, it is out and there's so many different features that they're, they've been talking about uh, that's being added uh and uh, a couple things that they say is uh, customized look for each person that calls. We've talked about this, you know, the, the, uh, the voice you can, you can uh, filter out your voicemail so you can decide if you want to answer it or not. Uh, and uh, messages app has been tucked away into an interface for a cleaner look. There's a check-in feature designed to let your friends and family keep an eye. You know, so we've talked a lot about this stuff uh, and they also have this uh, that service uh, standby on an iPhone placed horizontally, lets you uh, put it into a little home hub. So it puts you know mm-hmm. everybody wants that stand that they showed on on, on the keynote. Uh, so uh, and of course we talked about the, the journaling app, and you know, so there's lots of stuff that that's uh, uh, in there. Have you uh, you've installed it on your device? I assume. Oh yes, I installed it uh, yesterday while I was actually waiting for my sister and my my niece and nephews to get their haircut. So. What do you think so far? What what does beta two add to her that you've seen so far? 
a lot of widgets. Yeah, I think that widgets is a big thing now. Yeah. I mean, I since installing the beta, in a lot of ways, I have completely changed the way that I used iOS. Mm-hmm. Uh, before it came, I had a lot of apps on the home screen. Now, I just mainly use the widgets since they're actionable. And if I need to go into the app, well, the widget takes you right into the app. Right. And if you need to search for an app, well, you have the uh, app drawer for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, other things they talked about, that the, they did update the screen. So it's uh, it's uh, this is uh, uh, technically a feature from the first beta, but the update screen now shows more information about beta software, mm-hmm. including details about joining the beta program, backing up before you install beta and, uh, and so on and so forth. Cause you now can get be get a, a, a beta account and not be the public beta and not have to pay for it. You're just not going to be able to, of course, publish uh, apps unless you're a true developer. Um, yeah. That uh, said, don't. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> Leave <laughs> it to us professionals. Uh, app tips were added. So the, the, the various app Apple designed apps are utilizing a tips feature that provides details about their functionality. Mm-hmm. Like in the message app, for example, there's a tip about uh, sending a message by talking instead of typing with the, with the S lady. Uh, and, and when airdropping, there's a the suggestion to hold the phone near another phone. So you're, so, so if you don't see people nearby, uh, the location settings, uh, of the privacy options now have a more micro location option. And of course, Apple hasn't dis- explained what this is yet, but it is there to, to, to really, so they're really good. You know, looks like they're going down for micro location because everybody is always likes to not <laughs> share the location yeah. in a lot of cases, a lot of cases. Um, so, uh, the messages check-in that we talked about earlier, uh, Apple's changed the wording of the data. So this is like, what's, that's what beta software is. They're changing things. They, they don't like the way it was worded the first beta. So let's make it like yeah. a change to it. Uh, in the music app, they're doing an act activating cross fade from, for Apple music, uh, setting in the settings app and it's no longer, and no longer crashes the settings app. So I don't know if anybody, if you saw that, but, uh, so we talked about standby and then as you said, tons of widgets, all crazy stuff. So there's just more and more. We'll, we'll keep talking about this because it's, there's going to be, there's going to be a continue on of, of stuff that's, that's coming out here. Um, there, uh, and also they did, they did seed out uh, TV OS 17, uh, and no, nothing really much to, to have attention to in the update. Uh, uh, just the cool thing of being, of having the ability to be able to have FaceTime calls now and, and using yeah. your iPhone as a camera and would correct ourselves from last week. You have to have the 4k version of the, correct. Apple TV. you cannot have the HD version. So, uh, so even, I think even if the older 4k and then the, the newest 4k, I believe will work. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So, uh, well, actually, was it just, had... is it just the 2020, 2022, 2023, 4k? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. I have the 2022s here. Uh, I have not been able to install it on the, on the, uh, original 4k yet. Okay. I got this one right here. Like, I, mean, I haven't need to try it cause I haven't, yeah, I haven't tried yeah, it. It's, it has this bug where I try to upgrade from, uh, IO TVO 16. Mm-hmm. It says it installs and then it comes back and it's iOS 16 again. <laughs> Go figure, right? So I have to, yeah, I have to figure that out. But 
I can say I have tried it with the 22 model. Okay. And be between this and the other interface changes in TVOS 17, this is a winner. Yeah. Oh yeah. This, this is, I, I said last week, and that's what the show was last week. We, we, we mm-hmm. focus on home. Um, th- this is the biggest update on TVOS probably ever. Uh, but yeah. It really is. So it's going to be great to see what, when it's out live, see what everybody else thinks. So, um, and then uh, watch OS 10, uh, that, that beta two came out as well. Uh, uh, you, you, you can go and update that as well. Uh, and to install the update, the developers will actually need to open up the Apple watch app, uh, go into the software update section under general and settings and toggle the, the watch OS 10 developer beta. But this is something new because you really, you actually had to, uh, I believe you had to sideload it, uh, before you had to actually connect it and, um, in the past, is that, is, I, I don't, I don't do beta on, on Apple watch. So <laughs> Yeah, in the past, you had to have a profile. A profile, that's it. Profile, yeah. yeah. The profile configuration, yeah. Yeah, they, they changed it late, uh, about midway through uh, Watch OS 9, yeah. as they did with iOS 16. Uh, but it's a lot easier now. Yeah. You, you have it on your watch? Yep. And you like the, the, the that's, that's the other thing they did a great thing with is the full screen interface now. I mean, it's, uh, it's really slick. And I'm uh, trying ben, to. Ben, ben, Ben's showing it on the camera. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't drag up. There anymore. we go. You got to push the side button, right? To get the. There's uh, the little mini widgets. There you go. So you got mini widgets on there and then uh, uh, you can uh, access the widget stack from any watch face using the digital crown and you get the relevant information. Like I said, now that the control center is uh, accessible with the side button, as opposed to, I'm still used to it. I'm um, just swipe up to get to the, and, and I got to find my phone. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, so they, they did that, that, and of course the watch faces and the cycling and hiding work, uh, hiking workouts and all that fun stuff. So, Right now, that's yeah. limited to developers only at this time, so it's the public beta won't come out. And again, don't don't install beta on a watch unless you know what you're doing. Yeah, do not be an idiot like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I have I have over a decade of experience of being an idiot, so yeah, well, hey, I know what I'm, get, I'm getting into. What the heck? What the heck? Right? Yeah. Um, so good stuff on that, and then um, some new finds on, on iOS that they're just, they're just every week I'm seeing stories about stuff that people are finding as an additional, what we look for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, iOS 17 and Mac OS Sonoma will add passkey support to your Apple ID, which is pretty awesome. Can't, can't wait to start trying that. Have you tried that out? I've tried to, but Apple, when you try to log into an Apple website on your Apple device, already goes into something very akin to a passkey. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that hasn't, haven't quite worked out on it, but when you have Apple and Google, uh, into pass keys this heavily already, this is the future. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's no question. Um, if just to refresh everybody, you know, uh, with starting with iOS 17, iPad OS 17 and Mac OS Sonoma, uh, users with an Apple ID will automatically be assigned a passkey, allowing them to sign into their Apple ID with Face ID or Touch ID instead of uh, their password on various Apple sign-in pages, including iCloud.com and Apple ID.com, you know, Apple ID, Apple.com, and so on and so forth. Um, and 
as what pass keys are just to make sure everybody remembers what they are. Um, Apple has explained it in this way. It is said it's a pass key is a crypto, uh, cryptographic entity that is not visible to you. It is used in place of a password. A pass key consists of a key pair, which compared to a password profoundly improves security. One key is public registered with the website or app you're using. The other key is private held by only you, only by your devices. Um, and pass key support is going to, uh, for app IDs will also be available for third party apps, which is awesome. So they're, they're, they're letting others use this to make life easy. Um, so this is, this is pretty cool that, uh, this is now out there, um, for, for people to check out. Um, yeah, the, um, uh, the, the there also was, uh, an iOS uh, 17. They were letting us, uh, Siri users play media, uh, on the home pad using iPhone apps. Uh, HomePod, HomePod users, and Jeff's going to just love this. I know that, uh, <laughs> that uh, users can link, listen to songs with not, not only Apple music, but with third party services like Pandora, Deezer, iHeartRadio. But however, the list of apps compatible with HomePod is really small, but Apple is trying to change this. So starting with iOS 17, you'll be able to ask Siri to play media on the HomePod using apps installed on their iPhone and iPad. So they did tease this in WWDC set twenty two twenty three three session. So it's it's something that's going to be interesting to see what they do. Uh, the other thing too is going to have some improved improvement with, with AirPlay, which I look forward to that as well. Uh, and uh, as we know, that Siri is no longer going to allow you to use the Hey you know, when it comes to that. I'm going to be it definitely interested to see where that goes and when yeah. people do that. Actually, Dave, that is incorrect. It allows you to use either or. Oh, you can't change it. Okay. So, so yes. it's giving so you the it, option to turn it off. I, yeah. I thought that they yeah. were getting rid of it completely. That was by, uh, my bad. No, they have three different settings. One's off. The other one is Hey, S Lady. And the third one is S Lady or Hey, S Lady. Okay. So just like Amazon, really, because A Lady yeah. can, can be Hey, computer and or uh, computer. <laughs> Computer, hello, computer. Yeah, so so they definitely could uh, could do that. So, um, so that's uh, that's definitely gonna be some great changes. To, uh, we're looking forward to it. We'll keep reporting on them, and uh, and we can't wait to get our hands on this uh, in in the in the wild when it comes out in the fall. But we'll keep talking about it here. That's what we do. Um, and uh, everything that's now in the CarPlay on iOS 17, I was in, I was excited to hear about that, especially the fact that you have SharePlay in the music app. So now your passengers can use SharePlay with their phones and be able to play their music if they so so wish on CarPlay while you're in a car, which I think yes. is great. Yeah, which means they can play their music while I'm using my navigation, which is the preferred option. Exactly. Um, so as long as the car owner has Apple Music subscription and initiates a share play session from CarPlay, the other people in the car can choose the music to play. Each person can scan a QR code generated by the main user to get access to the playlist and add songs mm -hmm. to the in-car Apple Music queue. Make it a yes. good session. Only the person that who starts the share play session will have uh, has to have the Apple Music subscription. So everybody else can do it without paying. Um, other thing with CarPlay they're adding is EV uh, change uh, charging station improvements. If you have a, if you have an EV, Apple Maps app will now provide real time charging availability for your for the charging networks that you are compatible with your car. Uh, that'll be make it easier for people to find uh, support for the EV. I 
don't have mm -hmm. an EV, nor I don't know you doing either. So not something nope. we would probably be doing too much. Uh, the messages app now has a revamped inter interface that allows you to easily uh, to quickly reply and reread re a message without taking too much attention away from the road. That what a concept. Oh yeah. Uh, and then wallpapers, of course, you got to make it more, make it more pretty. Um, and then of course the new, all, all, all new CarPlay experience as cars are starting to introduce that, which Apple showed this uh, earlier this year, uh, mm -hmm. having the a full out CarPlay experience in your dashboard on these newer cars. It's going to be a while before you see that. Uh, yes. And these cars. But, so. if, but if anybody wants to send me a, uh, car with the full CarPlay experience to test yeah, out for test out. Yeah. I, I, I would definitely do it for journalistic reasons. Yeah. So far the cars that are going to support the next generation car play is going to be Acura, Audi, not GM, Ford, <laughs> Honda, <laughs> Jaguar, uh, Land Rover, Mercedes Benz, Nissan, Porsche, and Volvo. I don't mm -hmm. even see, I don't see any mention of Dodge or, uh, or, or uh, of Avantis, Atlantis of Avantis. Cars. Stellantis. Stellantis, excuse me. Yeah. Tongue-tied there. Yeah, uh, uh, also known as P uh, Peugeot, Fiat, and Chrysler. Yeah, Chrysler. Yeah, with all their EVs that are coming here. So um, so I'll be excited to see how that is. I'm, I haven't tried CarPlay with my beta. Uh, I should. I should. I haven't done that uh, yet. So we can check that out to see what's up, what's what with that. So uh, it's going to be interesting. So. So uh, got a couple, some tips here. We're going to go through in some things that are happening, and we're probably going to wrap up a little short, uh, a little earlier this week on the show. But I wanted to talk about a few of these things here. Um, one of them is uh, how to turn off iCloud's default settings in Mac OS and iOS. Would you ever do this, uh, uh, Ben? This is uh, when you get an iOS device, all the iCloud options are always on by default. But if you want to be able to change them, if you don't necessarily want the cloud to be connected for everything. Um, the push of course, towards cloud services is continuing and iCloud yeah. is Apple's cloud offering, which is going to allow you to sync info and documents to its cloud service. You know, when you purchase a new Apple device, most cloud cloud uh, settings are on by default. Um, so you can actually go through here and I, and then the way you do that is you go into, uh, into your settings and then you look for your account. That's the first thing at the top there. And then that, and then, uh, that springboard will bring you into the, the to the settings app. And then you can go into your Apple ID and password, log into your account. And then once it brings you to that, you go to iCloud mm -hmm. and then it, and it provides the whole list of stuff. So there's some things you don't, maybe, maybe you don't use iCloud mail. Maybe you don't uh, mm -hmm. want your contacts. You maybe you sync contacts with, uh, with Google instead. It's, it, you know, that's what gives you the option. Same thing with calendars, reminders. Um, sometimes people don't want to sync their photos. You don't have to sync your photos, but. Not a bad idea, especially you take a lot of pictures on your iPhone. You probably will want to keep that on, but also depends on how much space you have in iCloud. Because you know, if the five gigabyte plan isn't going to cut it, especially no. you, you take about ten pictures and you're done. So, um, yeah. so, and then uh, the video. yeah, exactly. Especially if it's four K. Uh, uh, so, and then the settings on uh, for iCloud on the iPad are very similar, with just some minor differences. Namely, that the apps list is visible in the main iCloud section with a show all button. Uh, and you can go in and, you know, change the media purchases and show all for that and go through all those settings too. On the Mac, very similar. You just go into uh, into that and change things uh, and uh, go through and uh, uh, make a, a change. Um, one one thing they mentioned about I, on Mac OS, I didn't know this, this is kind of, they call it a gotcha. 
is the iCloud settings is usually unnoticed in the desktop and documents folder button in the iCloud drive section. This really should not be under a finder row or the, in the app section along with other apps, but it's not. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's buried away so people won't even bother to look at it and you probably should. So we're warning you for that. So, um, so it's a, it's a, a good to be, a know, uh, to be aware of it knowing how to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, other thing I want to talk about a little bit, we didn't, we didn't hit upon this. There was, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of new things that were added to Apple arcade. Mm-hmm. Um, arcades now arcade launched with all close to hundred titles and the service is seeing new games added regularly. It's got over 200 games now in the library. Um, any, any games you play in Apple arcade that, 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 that you like? Um, absolutely. Uh, Apple is always up to date on the NBA 2k series. Yep. Yep. They have, uh, they have the plus version of all the good game loft games, mm-hmm. including Asphalt 8, which is one of my favorite uh, racing games of all time. Okay. On any platform. Uh, they have uh, two Ocean Horn games. They have Fantasian, which it w- was made by kind of an offsh- offshoot of the Square team that made Final Fantasy. Okay. Um, there's for the for the light fair, uh, you get your solitaire and other card games with no ads. That's a good thing. Yeah. It's Xbox Game Pass, it is not. Yeah. But it has some good stuff. Yeah, they're uh this article is talking of a few apps oh, and a few games like Jet Dragon and lets your players step through space and time into the world of Venerus, US, uh, where dragons, dragon racers soar the skies. I'm not much of a game. I, so I, 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 I wonder what that was inspired by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, in back in May, they, they had a whole slew of other, other games in here that, uh, that, uh, that were, uh, released, including a lot of Disney ones. Yep. Um, anything yeah, notable Ninja there? Turtles one looks good. Yeah, Ninja Turtles is always uh, a crowd pleaser. Um, so that that's interesting. Uh, and yeah, Grand Mountain Adventure Plus. Uh, get ready to explore the vast open world mountains of ski resorts in the skiing snowboarding adventure. Yes, and and if that doesn't float your boat, you can always go to the. Uh, the Oregon Trail and have both your oxen and your family die of malaria. There you go. The Oregon Trail is the best. Um, even Doctor Who, there's a Doctor Who app. Doctor Who, oh. an unlikely heist. It's an official Doctor Who game that brings a thrilling new story and challenging puzzle gameplay into an epic adventure across time and space. Um, and this one's cool. Like this, this was released too, is the Clue, the classic mystery game. I love the Clue playing that mm-hmm. when I was younger, uh, the board game. Uh, Colonel Mustard did it with the, the candlestick in, in the hall. <laughs> yes. So, you know, that's the original Hasbro Parker brothers. Come on. Uh, game that was a, a, a adapted for iPhone and iPad. So, so, you know, it's, it's good to see that Apple's doing this and it's not terribly expensive. It's like what, $5 a month or something. If you like to yeah. like, think of something like that, and it's in, included in the Apple one bundles. So, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, this, you to take a look in this article. There's there's a ton more of cool games that are out there. Yeah, I know you're a big gamer, so this this 
good good to hear that uh you uh you like this stuff yeah i would like to see a apple arcade plus with some triple a stuff but this will definitely tide your kids over if you have kids yeah absolutely you know what? i play solitaire <laughs> and, <laughs> and actually the solitaire game in the apple arcade is pretty it's probably one of the better ones um, oh yeah uh i ain't play the microsoft one all the time it gets boring you gotta have mm-hmm. fun with that with that so oh, um, yeah. hey there's a spongebox Son, spongebob solitaire there you go i mean i should play that gotta check that out um a couple more, more tips here one art something that was released uh, this week uh one note um I like OneNote. I've used OneNote on you know since I work in in the the enterprise business. Uh, you, OneNote's been very popular in the business world, so they have now on iOS is going to get a big boost for organizing notes. Um, they're they're doing this uh, test uh, with uh, OneNote for on the Home tab experience for iPhone users. This feature will let you categorize your notes by date and name or name, but uh, you do have to be an insider and you also have to be uh, 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 you have to test through test flight in um in ios to be able to access this i did try it it was crashing a little bit so it's obviously mm-hmm. got a little bit of work to do but the, the cool thing is it does also have you can reorder your notes by tapping in the ellipses in the top right corner and selecting the filter and sort option um and you can also change that view so it, this is a uh, pretty cool I, i'm glad to see that uh, microsoft is uh, evolving one note they were almost close to abandoning it and be making it to become a horrible app but now they think they reversed course because a lot of people were complaining that they're going to move it to a, a windows 10 windows 11 based app and not uh not its own standalone like it had been for so many years um which note uh, taking app to use ben i use apple notes yeah me too uh, th- that said i have been with a lot of companies that have uh not so subtly uh suggested that i use OneNote, so it's definitely something i'm familiar with yeah so what that we're taking a look at if those of you are um using notes but tread with caution you don't want to lose your your, your notes either make sure it's backed up uh, yeah. if you're a Microsoft user, it would be backed up on OneDrive. So, um, so, and then, um, one other thing I wanted to give is another one last tip here is how to clear your cache, um, on your iPhone. Have you done this before? I, I, I do, do you actually have a problem where you, where the cache isn't cleared out, especially in Safari. Safari gets so gooked up. Um, yeah. And the way you do that in Safari is you go into settings on either your iPhone or your app, iPad, then you go to Safari and you select it, and then you click on clear history and website data on your device, and then a pop-up will appear, and you can select clear history and data, and it gives you um, and it gives you an option to get that cleared out and all that junk that's in there, especially you want anybody to know any websites you've been going to is gone. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it, it does clear out the browsing histories and it, you know, for any browser, it doesn't matter what, what platform you're using. It's always good from time to time to uh, clear out your cookies, clear out your history, get it, get it, get a clean start. You can always put your passwords in after the fact. Again, it doesn't matter. Now you, there is another option here. If you want to clear out the cache for other apps on your iPhone or iPad, there is a possibility of doing that. If you go into settings on your device and then go to general and then iPhone storage, then you can select the app you want to delete. If you delete the app, it'll actually uh, warn you, are you doing what to delete this app? And it'll 
completely remove the app and it does free up some space if it's an app that you hadn't used in quite a long time. So that's one way to, to clear out the cache on there too. So yeah. Yeah, I definitely have offload set to unused apps. Yeah, I do too. I don't it's, want anything to yeah, it just if you have something you don't use that often, you don't have your entire I mean, I've literally freed up hundreds of gigabytes on my iPhone to the point where a 256 is usable for me. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so that's pretty much all we got this week. There is, like I said, it was, it was a pretty light week this week for news. And then, then we got, I think we gave you some good tips and, uh, gave you a little bit of more information about, uh, beta. Unless anything else to add, Ben, well, we can probably, uh, go ahead and bring us to us to a close here. Um, First off, before we go, though, I do want to mention Max Stock 7. That's like 30 days away. I can't believe it. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, tickets are sold out right now, but you can buy a virtual ticket. They are still available. So you go to the website. We have a link there on uh, in our show notes to how to get to that. I'm actually going to be joining uh, Mike Potter on Saturday as we, before we as we're recording this, uh, this coming Saturday. And because uh, we're doing some mic testing, because, you know, whenever you do something virtual, you got to do some tests. And so I think it's a good, good move on his part, and I'm happy to help him out. So um, my topic's going to be about the cl- iCloud and again, demystifying what iCloud is. So it's going to be a, a great topic and still finishing up my presentation. So we got uh, got a month ago, but I got it. I've yeah. got in a good spot. Just, you know, like I'll do, all presentations we do, you got to tweak things. So, um, yeah. so what is it? Not mobile me. No, it's not mobile me. <laughs> No, it's not. Uh, so, oddly speaking, as well as Jeff Gamut, Brittany Smith, Chuck Joyner, Allison Sheridan, so many others. It's July 22nd, 23rd, uh, and uh, it is in Woodstock, Illinois. Um, like I said, unfortunately, there is a waiting list. If you wanted to go on the waiting list, you might get lucky. Might be, might be a couple more tickets left. Uh, go out to the website, maxstockconferenceandexpo.com. Check that out. If not, you can also join us virtually and be able to check things out. It'd be uh, great to great to see everybody and uh i'm looking forward to it it's gonna be a lot of fun um with that let's go ahead and wrap things up for this week that's a wrap for this week please send your comments questions and suggestions to our email address which is feedback at intouchwithios.com you can follow us on twitter at in touch with ios as well as on mastodon at in touch with ios uh, support the show by going uh, uh going to buy us a coffee at in touch with ios.com slash coffee we would really appreciate it and, and you also can become a patron of the show by going to patreon.com slash in touch with ios we have two tiers available to support the show we would really appreciate it make sure you just you like share and subscribe where you so you're notified when we are live streaming which is on thursday nights at 8 p.m eastern times 5 p.m pacific on our youtube channel which is youtube.com slash in touch with ios where you can watch the live stream it's, we lift leave it on there the past live streams as well as you can listen to past shows right on youtube now visit In Touch with iOS Magazine on Flipboard, where many of the topics we discussed are flipped into the magazine. The link is in our show notes. You can subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher, including Apple, uh, Pocket Casts, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, and many others. But better yet, go to our website, InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Mastodon at DaveG65, as well as Twitter. And Ben Rathick, thank you so much for being here this week. It was a blast. Where can people find you? Well, <coughs> excuse me, excuse me, Dave. You can find me at Ben Rathick on your social media of choice. Except for this, except for that new Vangle Blue Sky thing. I haven't gotten any Still one either, so you're not alone. <laughs> yep. You can find me at my website, Rathick.tech. 
Uh, there's probably not going to be anything new till after the 4th of July holiday is over, but there's a, there's some good stuff up right now. Uh, you can find me Tuesday nights on Mac Voices with friend of the show, Chuck Joyner. And uh, Thursday and Friday uh, evenings or early afternoons on the British Tech Network, Big and Mac shows. Awesome. Well, I'm so, so happy you uh, made it, and uh, we're going to wrap things up. So I really appreciate everybody listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we enjoyed doing it, and uh, we'll talk again next time. <laughs>